Welcome to On the Prowl. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Prowl Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Roden. And I'm Remy Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. Today on this episode, we have head football coach of White Station High School here in Memphis, Tennessee, Reed Yarbrough. Welcome to the show, Coach Yarbrough. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on this morning. Thank you for coming on. You doing okay today? Yeah, doing well. Just had a little, uh, just had a little practice uh, with the with the wide receivers and quarterbacks this morning. So uh, kickers are about to come up, and so we're just kind of trying to get everybody ready for the season. Oh yeah. So we want to first get things rolling. So what got you into the game of football itself? Uh, started playing at a young age. Um, played at a young age. Played for uh, in, in the GYAA league. On Germantown, and then and through middle and high school, and and just enjoyed enjoyed the sport, enjoyed the game. Um, suffered some injuries that kind of set me back, um, and but 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 continued to to uh, want to stay involved. And and after after uh, college, came back and uh, I had majored in history. I came back and I uh, got my teaching license and and masters through CBU. And while I was doing that, um, Coach Major Wright, who was here at the time. Uh, at White Station, uh, was was gracious enough to, to take a young guy on and and uh, teach me a lot and, and bring me in and, and let me coach with them uh, for a few years and, and I've stayed I've stayed with it since. You've been a part of the team since the two thousands, early two thousands, and so you you're now you got your assistant tag removed and you're now head coach. So just talk more about how that excites you and your dream come true of being a head coach. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, like I said, when I started out, uh, I was I was here, um, and and Major Wright, who I think uh, is one of the best in this area, if not the state, just just a great coach, great guy, uh, really taught me a lot. Uh, Johnny Allen was here with him, who's been a head coach in the in the city as well, and and uh, is an incredible coach in, in his own right, and and th- those guys were here and uh, really really mentored me early on. And I learned a ton about the game. I really learned a ton about. It. Uh, how, how to uh, really connect with young folks and, and what the the coaching aspect of it's all about. Um, it, it wasn't, you know, they're they're great um, uh, teachers of the game uh, with fundamentals, X's and O's, and all those things, but really have a great grasp on on why they are doing it. And so I really really caught a lot of that uh, while I was with them, and uh, I continued to to grow under under Devin Rutherford. I think he's one of the uh, he was one of the best football minds I'd been around and uh, really learned a lot under him. I was able to become a coordinator. He was uh, he was gracious enough to let me call the offense for several years and uh, learned a lot from him and, and those experiences. And then when Coach Riccone came in, I'd kind of taken a brief pause uh, from coaching um, just for just for a year. I had a young family, felt like I was kind of uh, getting away from but from the things that were important in, in raising young families. Anyway, uh, and kind of in, in transition from, from Coach Rutherford to Coach Riccone, I got back into it uh, and really enjoyed uh, coaching with Coach Riccone and, and all the guys that have been here since. And so uh, kind of going, going through the years with him, um, was able to really balance family life and, and coaching and, and really gain uh, an appreciation for, for how to balance those and, and really uh, fell back in love with coaching and, and, and Coach Riccone was was gracious enough to let me uh, coach in various capacities, and, and when he left, um, you know, I applied for the job. This is this is where I went to high school. It's where I played, uh, and it's where I've been coaching the whole time. I've been, you know, not a lot of guys can say that, and it's been 
uh, it's been a, a good deal to be here, and I really in, uh, enjoy it. Uh, there's a lot of pride in, in coaching where you played, and so uh, that's that's what excites me, um, being able to be at White Station that gave so much to me growing up uh, to be able to give back. And, and, and we've had a lot of great kids come through here, um, and, it, and it's always uh, – and that's the important thing is being able to invest in the lives of the young guys that, that have come through this program. That's you very definitely cool. deserve the job. So oh, yeah. I'm pretty excited when you got the name head coach. So oh, yeah. a- I appreciate that, Robert. Yeah. So you mentioned how you are able, were able to balance the life between being a family man and a football coach. And you're also a teacher as well. So how is it uh, being able to balance the, the life of a teacher and life of a football coach and do those like correlate at all? Yeah, no, it's um, I would say they're two jobs and, and it's 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 tough um, because I, I don't like to go into anything and do it halfway. Uh, and so uh, and I also don't like the the I don't like the misconception about coaches that they're usually PE teachers or they don't they don't do anything. They just coach. And I've always taught history uh, and I and I, I I try to do it to the best of my abilities. Uh, and, and I, I give my full attention to teaching, uh, during the day and, and, um, and obviously coaching in the other hours. And, and it's, a, it's a tough thing to balance. Um, but, but like anything we, we you know, if you're, you're called to do those things, you, you need to give them your best ability and, and, uh, your best efforts. And so, um, it can be tough, you know, obviously grading papers, trying to find time to grade papers and, and make lesson plans. And, uh, it, it becomes much more difficult as you become a head coach, I think, uh, yeah. you're balancing the needs of your 150 students throughout the week, but also your hundred players and coaches and managers and things like that. And so it just requires a lot of, uh, of extra discipline. And, and again, I go back to major rights. One of the things I, I really, uh, watched him do well. He um, he balanced all those things very well, and it, it requires you, you you sacrifice, and you you can't sleep in uh, when you might want to. You know, Major would always get up here uh, to the school um, before the sun came up, whether he was doing laundry, watching film, or whatever. So I, I took that as a great example of 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 how to balance those things. Um, and so, uh, and I, and I, I make, a, make it a priority to, to carve out time, uh, with my family and I want my coaches to do the same. Uh, I think, I think that's, uh, that's vitally important. So it just, it just takes discipline and, and, uh, some planning and, and doing things that you may not want to do, uh, yeah. like waking up early on a daily basis. So anyway, uh, but it, it can be done. It's a challenge and, and, and sure by October, November, especially by December, you're, you're, you're uh, run pretty ragged and pretty tired, but, um, but it's worth it. Your first year as head coach, you had a pretty big win over CBHS and it was on their home turf. So it was a lot of your guys that you coached when you were a freshman coach or seniors then. So tell more about that feeling and just celebrate it with them. I'll tell you, that was, uh, it was big for a lot of reasons. I mean, obviously Christian brothers is a powerhouse in this area. Coach McDaniel does a, a great job. I know y'all had him on here last year and uh, he, he does a, a fantastic job. And uh, to give a little context to that one. I mean, we, we play them pretty much every year. It's a good crosstown uh, rival kind of game. Uh, I feel like we play them well every year, but in the, in the 15 years I've been here, we we've been on the losing side more than the winning side. And so, 
that's one that, that just winning it in and of itself is a, is a big accomplishment. But, uh, you know, that year, that, that kind of few weeks leading into that game was very tough. I remember, I know you remember this, Robert, but we had, uh, uh one of our former players, uh, was killed, um, around Labor Day in 2019, Jack Louisville. And so, um, the, the week of his death, uh, we had a shortened week of practice, obviously, and we played Hernando. It was a very emotional game and, uh, we ended up losing on the very last play of the game. Uh, we made enough mistakes to lose that game. We really should have won. And, um, it, it was, it was heartbreaking, uh, because Jack had, had, had died that week and, and we had so many players that were very close to him and, uh, it's just so many emotions. And when you lose someone in a heartbreaking fashion like that in a week like that, it, it can take a lot out of you. The next week we played Christian brothers. Uh, we had Jack's funeral. We, we, we had one less day of practice. It's just a lot going in into that Christian brothers game that emotionally that, uh, I knew it was, we were kind of hanging in the balance there, but our, our guys were just tough. Um, uh, defensively in 2019 and the defense really set the tone for our team. Um, and, and I would say that it, that is true in that Christian brothers game, our defense shut them out. They scored on a, on a, a fumbled punt on special teams, uh, that gave them the lead going into halftime, but we knew defensively, we were able to really able to, uh, set the tone and kind of, kind of stop them in that game. And so, um, when we, we finally started clicking on offense in the second half and the guys really showed some resilience. And, and that was what I was so proud about. I mean, obviously beating Christian brothers is a huge win for us. Uh, even though it's a non-region game, it's a huge win for us, but the, the circumstances surrounding that week, just tough. And, and for our guys to show a lot of, uh, grit and, and resilience was, was really a highlight for me of that, of that season, uh, because they had been dealt a really tough blow, uh, kind of going into that week. And so, yeah, it was a very proud moment. And that's why I think our emotions were so high. Um, all of those things kind of combined. So that seems like one of your more memorable moments as a coach, whether that Absolutely. be a coach, assistant, whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I'll say this as a personal thing too. I've always wanted to beat Christian brothers. I had friends in high school that went to Christian brothers and we'd play them. We'd play them close, but um, I always want to beat them. And, and, and that just, that goes back, that goes back a few decades. So. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. That, it was, that was a very fun game to be at. So I'm, I'm definitely glad that we were able to no, get that. Yeah. Great crowd, great atmosphere. Uh, it's a huge game here in East Memphis. Um, oh, yeah. And it, you know, uh, it's fun. Bands playing and, and people are everywhere. So, and I know for our students and, and their students, it's, it's, it can become a, a bit of a, a rivalry as well. So that oh, was, yeah. it was fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you have any more memorable moments as a coach, whether that be uh, as your head head coach or. Yeah. I mean, obviously the first game, you, you don't know what to expect. We played Bolton and, and they, uh, coach Marshall was his, his first year as well. And kind of in a rebuilding year, you just don't know how your guys are kind of come out and play and, and what, what to expect. And, you know, it's year zero. And, uh, we came out and, and we had been, we, when I was an assistant, we'd, we'd come off two, three and seven seasons. And, you know, we were looking to be able to, to turn it around. So you didn't want to come out flat. You kind of wondered how the guys would respond to that. I knew though, that the classes that we had that were juniors and seniors, I'd had them younger when they were freshmen. And I knew uh, the kind of guys they were and uh, had worked hard and developed. And, and so, I don't know, that was, that was a fun one. It was memorable. It was my first game. As big win. So that was, that was fun. Uh, and then obviously, um, you know, all the big games, I, memorable 
even even though it was a loss, playing Coach Riccone, he was he was uh, head coach here before I was when we played Carville, lost to them in overtime on the last play. You know, it was it, it was memorable for a lot of reasons, and and uh, and definitely want to want to be back playing them again this year, and 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 hope to return the favor. But um, you know, and obviously playing our first playoff game. You know, we had a rematch against Bartlett um, in, in the first round of the playoffs. It was freezing cold. And, uh, but it was, our guys showed a lot of resilience in that one. We, and, and Bartlett had, had played us close the first time on homecoming. Um, and, and I knew it was going to be a battle. They, they improved throughout the whole season and, um, that they had had, they had our full attention. Let's just put it that way. We weren't looking past or anything. And it was, uh, it was a, a good, solid win for our guys. We, we played, uh, really well for most of the game. So that was that was a fun one. So you happened to be a part of the 2009 White Station State Championship team. So with that with that state champion behind the White Station football name, how more does that make you want to represent White Station football around the city more? And get I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I think. Um, I think it's I think it's big. Obviously, you know, being able to claim a state championship and and you know there are three coaches on our staff still that were that were here for that. Um, and and to kind of understand, I think what it takes to get there and and have a program that can do that and sustain it. I mean, it's 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 um it's a big it's a big important thing. And so you know, obviously, you can't live in the past. That was a long time ago, even though it doesn't seem that long ago to me. Um, the, the, the players that we have now, if I reference somebody from the 2009 state championship team that I think coaches and, and people that have been around for a while, they would know those names and be like, oh, yeah, those guys were great players. Now they don't know them. And, and so you have to uh, you have to um, set a standard within the program and and uh, work day in and day out to to maintain and then, you know, uh, continue to improve upon that standard. And so. Uh, I think this the, the the when we won the state championship that was awesome as great as as a highlight of my career for sure, um, but we it's something we you got to continue to work at every year and that's you know when you see guys like Nick Saban or Davo Sweeney Urban Meyer, uh, they understand that it's a it's you have to do it day in day out. There's never any uh, you can't you can't really rest on that. And so you got to you got to set standards and expectations within a program and um, and and work based off those each day so and i you know I, and y'all might have better perspective on that than me uh you know being younger and and um and your perspective on, on what that state championship means to the program and that kind of thing so uh as as you mentioned earlier you've pretty much been with uh white station throughout your whole coaching career but what what separates uh coaching the high school level from others from your from, experiences from the college level? Oh, like, yeah, like other levels, like college, NFL, etc. Oh, yeah. Uh, what sets it? What sets it apart? Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of things. Um, you, you know, when when you when you think about uh, the obviously the, the talent level of people you're working with. Uh, when you say you're working at high school, there's a lot of different levels even within high school, and um, I think I think I think. Uh, you know, coaching at the different levels, it, coaching is coaching. Um, 
you know, being able to connect with people uh, and, and teach them the game of football or in, in any sport, game, basketball, baseball, et cetera. Like, you know, coaching is coaching. Uh, I think it, it, that's why you see coaches bounce around from, from college to pro. And you've seen a lot of high school coaches go from high school to college these days and even work into the pros uh, because I think coaching is coaching and it can translate across uh, the different levels. Obviously, at the NFL, you're dealing with professionals. It's their job. Um, and you know, I guess you could probably say that on the college level as well. They treat those guys as professionals. I want, I want high school athletes, high school football players, obviously to be invested, bought in and, and hardworking, but, um, this is not their life. I hope they're playing other sports. They need to be playing other sports. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's part of it. Uh, you probably get a better work-life balance uh, working at the high school level than you do at the college level. Those guys are there all the time. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, pressures put on them for their time, and uh, they're 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 kind of focused on a daily basis. And so um, that's I think that's why uh, it was one of the big things that would probably separate that. But I think coaching is coaching. And I think, you know, attention to detail, obviously, and, and knowing there's a, there's a depth of information once you go to the next levels, um, that, that you get more time, you get more time at the college level with players. Um, you get more time to meet with your coaches. Um, obviously in the NFL, you know, all those things are, are true as well. And so, uh, having time, with with your players and coaches and, and teaching and and being able to watch film and all of that, uh, you can carve out more time. And I'm sure that the college coaches would say the same thing as player as you go into the NFL game, you get even more time. So anyway, I, th- I think that's one of the the big things that would differentiate it is just time. Yeah, that makes sense. So this year, you you will have a season because of last season coronavirus work took out the Shelby County schools football season. So now this year you get to play with your fans and stands and you get to have the band and you actually, you have the opportunity to have a spring practice. So tell me more about how you think that'll prepare your team to have excellence in this, this season. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've taken the approach of, of, you know, you you kind of have to, you can't really make excuses. Uh, It set us back in a big way. In, in many ways, not being able to play last year. Obviously, it affected uh, the outgoing seniors, but just the the whole makeup of our team, we don't have much experience at all. Um, we have our sophomore class has not played since middle school. Uh, you know, juniors, you know, make up a, a, a large portion of our team and play since their freshman season. And um, anyway, so there's just, we don't have a lot of experience. We've got a lot of youth. And so we're realizing more and more that, we can't take things for granted. We can't assume anything about our, about our players and, their, and what they know and, and what they know of our expectations of them. So it really, it, it's, it's almost like starting over again. And uh, we were, we were hanging in the balance for a while, uh, but we ended up able to have spring practice. And that was, um, that was invaluable. Uh, we were able to get a couple of weeks in, uh, in pads and, you know, to really just strip it down and, and teach uh, go back to the fundamentals and to the basics. Um, we've had a lot, you know, a lot of new players that de- didn't know our coaching style and what our expectations were, that kind of thing. And it was all, it was, it was made even more difficult because uh, we had school online all year and, or most of the year. And so, you know, uh, not having daily contact uh, with our guys face to face 
um, just makes all that more difficult. Uh, and so, uh, it was good to have spring practice and now we've been rolling in the summer and, uh, trying to get as much work in as we can. And, and it's all, uh, vitally important. Um, and you know, we, we have to, we have to be tested. We, we, these guys hadn't played on Friday nights and, uh, we can't, nobody's waiting on us. Nobody's going to feel sorry for us. Uh, our region used to be four teams. It's eight teams now. Uh, it's a, it's a huge region. I think it's the most difficult region in the state. Uh, it's going to be, be competitive. Uh, and so, you know, half our region played last year. They got young guys, got to develop, got to have experience, got the whole experience of high school football. And so, uh, you know, you, you can't sit around feeling sorry for yourself or making excuses. We've, we've got to, we've got to prepare. And so it just, it, it is, it is, uh, kind of created in me a sense of urgency and everything we're doing. Um, uh, because, we just are on a shortened timeline in preparation for our first game, but it definitely, and you lose a lot of soft, uh, kind of the, the soft skill type stuff as well, or, or, or a lot of the, the culture building by not having a locker room experience, uh, being around the class of seniors. We just graduated probably one of the best I've seen in 15 years here. Didn't get their senior year. Uh, a lot of good leaders on that group. And, we, we, you miss a lot when you don't get that. And uh, it, I'm going to be, that's, that's some of my biggest questions are surrounding kind of where the leadership will come from and what that'll look like uh, with so many guys having no experience. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be a test, but like you said, yeah. you're, you're in it all the, all the way, 100%. So. Yeah. What would you say your favorite thing about coaching is? <laughs> um if I had a couple of things, I mean, I really like, I really like getting out on the, on the field and, and teaching players, putting it all together. I mean, I thought about this week, we, we spent each day kind of progressing through an install period. So you're teaching fundamentals, you're teaching uh, assignments and responsibilities, and, and you're going from a small, you know, your small individual groups to the whole, and you're, and you're choreographing the whole thing. And when it comes together and players succeed, uh, I just, I, I enjoy that. Um, and, you know, connecting with the players and, and, and really building into them. I, I've, a lot of these seniors that just graduated uh, had some great relationships with those guys and um, it really enjoyed uh, just watching them grow as football players and as young men over the past four years. And, uh, and that's, you know, it's, it's a long-term payoff, but I, I, that I really enjoy it. Uh, I really enjoy that aspect. Oh, yeah. What do you have to say to your white station students, players, and player, player parents that are listening to this episode? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I appreciate your support. We have some of the best support um, in, in Shelby County schools. Uh, we, please come out and, and support us this year. I mean, these guys are hungry. They're working really hard right now. Um, and I know, and I know they, uh, we, we feed a lot off of our, of our fans and, and supporters. And so, uh, continue to support in, in, in any way you can, uh, whether, whether that's just coming on, on Monday nights to freshman JV games or the Friday nights for the varsity games, uh, financially, we would always love your support. Uh, but, but just, uh, you know, cheering these guys on, it means a lot. And, and I think, I think you'll be proud of the way they play. I hope you, hope you are anyway. Um, I think they're really hungry coming off a year of not being able to play. Uh, 
uh, to go out and improve themselves. So uh, I love our I love our uh, student body. We always have a great student section. Uh, we travel well. Uh, not having our own stadium uh, on campus could could create a hindrance. But man, our, our fans really really uh, come out and support us. And so just kind of kind of looking for that support again this year to, to ramp back up. Oh yeah. Friday Night Lights. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Well, we really appreciate having you on this episode with us and getting to talk White Station football. Oh, yeah. yeah I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys and everything you are doing in the in the podcast world. Keep them coming. Uh, thanks for thanks for promoting uh, little guys like us, you know, at the high school level when you are on the big on the big stage. But um, I think it's uh, I think it's important to, to keep engaging with the, the kind of the grassroots, the high school uh, athletes and and high school athletics around the city. So thank thanks oh, yeah. y'all. Thank you all for doing that. I'm your host, Rob Roden. And I'm Ramey Johnson. Love you guys. Peace. Don't forget to join us next time on The Prowl. With the boys, yeah, we swoops, yeah, we swoops. And we got them high clocks. And we'll shoot, and we'll shoot with the Mercedes Benz in the